Good morning and happy Saturday, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron with Kicking Cancer Cares on KSLM Radio, 104.3 FM and 12.20 AM. And our sponsor for this first half is Odd Mo's Pizza. And as you guys know, they are the best pizza in town. Yeah, if well, you don't know that, then you haven't been and you need to go. Yeah, and... Today is February the 10th, mm-hmm. which means Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I think I mentioned this last week. They've got a new dessert out. Remember what That's it is? That's right. So it's, a, it's a small strawberry cake covered in ganache. Yes. So basically you're getting chocolate-covered strawberries, kind of. Yum. But Odmos has dessert now, too. Yes. Yes, they do. So you guys go support them. Without them, we wouldn't be able to broadcast to you guys. So huge shout-out to Odmos Pizza for being a sponsor since day one. Day one. Speaking of, thank you for your sponsorship. If it wasn't for Mike, Sublet, and Odmos, it would be hard for us to do what we're doing now because we have a guest on the phone, and they're not calling from a small location away. No, they're not. Boyd, (laughs) are, are you with us, Boyd? I am. Hello, so, hello. So let our listeners know, where do you live? I, well, this is my third province I've lived in. So I'm currently living in Moncton, New Brunswick, which is a four and a half hour drive to Bangor, Maine. But uh, you guys don't know that I actually grew up in Vancouver. And, Vancouver, uh, Washington or Vancouver, heart, British? Vancouver. British I'm, no, no, Canada. Sorry, okay, Vancouver, okay. Canada. And diehard west coast for most of my life and uh 1998 i went overseas i met my wife who was a canadian in australia we moved and lived in ontario for 18 years and uh during covid she's like you want to go east i said yes (laughs) (laughs) so we moved we moved out here two and a half years ago so awesome without getting into my story too much i've lived coast to coast um and uh you know i I remember the vibe of being a west coaster and a I've been to Portland. I've been to Vancouver, uh, Washington. We've driven up and down the coast, been to California. So nice. great to be on a conversation with you guys today. Yeah. Well, and, and I and I try to you know paint a verbal picture for people. When you said you know where you're at, people don't even realize that Bangor, Maine, is probably about as far north as you can go from Bangor. But then you're actually farther east than that, right? Four and a half hours to Bangor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Four and a half hour drive. So if you were driving directly yeah. south of you, you would be in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, no, we'd hit Nova Scotia. Oh, that's the Canadian province right below us, and um, we're actually it's it, for for context for people that might know we are about thirty minutes to Prince Edward Island, okay, uh, the famous uh, Canadian island, and about twenty five minutes to the border for Nova Scotia, but about two hours to Halifax. We're in a city called Moncton. So it's kind of tucked away, and, and one of the things that we didn't really appreciate until we got here is we get shielded a little bit from the horrible storms that come through. It, we've had some horrible weather, but not as bad as people right on the coast, if that makes sense. So, That's okay. good. That's good. Well, we're, also, we're also 15 minutes from our own ocean, so okay. we're just kind of tucked in between us and PEI. So. you got the best Anyways, of all worlds. We <laughs> well, we, we appreciate yeah. you being with us. Um, and we're and we're going to dive deep into your story as, as this as this show moves on. But I do want to just catch the listeners up that missed us last week. We were alive last week. We were at a at a freezing for a reason. We were freezing for a reason. It was the polar plunge. <laughs> we had we had two guests with us last week. Yeah. Our first guest was Vanessa Carpenter, mm-hmm. and she's the co-manager of the Polar Plunge, but she's new to our board of directors. Yes, that's right. And then our second guest was Ricky, who's our blog master and on the board of directors. 
what was the big takeaway for you with those two guests and their stories? Anything specific? Well, I was a little focused on the freezing cold water <laughs> <Yeah>. behind them. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but uh, I think just their their wise. Um, yeah. Vanessa with her sister, and then I believe she had a story of a family member having cancer. Yeah. Um, and then Ricky just, you know, she has the doTERRA essential oils and all of that, and that can help you in so many different ways on top of how amazing she is at putting the stories together. Yeah. And how she kind of pieces them together and just makes them flow very nicely and wants them to be heard. Well, one fun thing for you we always had this honoring evening, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be last month. Horrible ice storm. Tonight, tonight, tonight is the honoring evening. Vanessa will be there. Ricky will be there. Vanessa's aunt, who she told the story about, will be there. Okay. A lot of the people that you've heard us talk about will be there. Most importantly, Ozzy's parents will be there. That's amazing. Um, and then I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to tonight. Oh, yeah. Su- I'm super looking forward to tonight. It's one of the only events my husband attends. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he does like Matt Miller's food, so that helps too. Yes, that does. <laughs> um, speaking of food, Boyd, we've been going through this magazine. It's a Time magazine. It's called 100 Disease-Fighting Foods. And there's just different mm. items that they bring up here and how they actually help fight disease. Today's is celery seed. Celery seed. I didn't even know that was a thing. And they're very, very tiny. They are. You can see it. The listeners can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it says, celery seed is a spice that may have the power to fight a particularly vexing bug. These brown seeds, which comes from the Mediterranean plant related to celery that we eat, also provide uh, polyphenols that fight free radical damage. Okay. Free radical damage is what ultimately is a big cause of cancer. Yeah. Um, uh, one tea, one tablespoon of celery seed gives you 27% of your daily magnesium. Wow. A quarter of your magnesium. That's a lot, actually. And an essential trace mineral you need along with vitamin, B, uh, vitamin D and calcium for healthy bones. Okay. That's a good one. And it's just a really simple seed that you could throw on a salad. You could use it for cooking. Um, for the listeners that have been following us for a while, Amanda always takes a picture of these. And you can always email Amanda at... Amanda at kslm.news. And she can send you a picture of what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I want to do is, since we mentioned Ozzy's parents and yes. being there tonight... There's a really neat update I want to bring you. Okay. Really neat update. Ozzy, Ozzy passed in September, and it's been, I think, five months now since Ozzy passed. Um, Shiloh was holding Ozzy when he passed, mm-hmm. and they have been stuck emotionally. Oh, yeah. Grieving, you, you know? Yeah. Um, and just so you know, Boyd, um, Kicking Cancer likes to find people locally that we can support. It was a... A boy, he had just turned three years old, and he had just a horrible, oh, horrible no. brain tumor. Um, oh, and it's called DPIG. It has a 1% survival rate on that cancer, and he, he didn't survive. But he did make it much, much farther than what they predicted. Yeah, it's got about an eight-month eight, eight month survival rate, and he lasted 18, 20 months. Yeah. Uh, but mom and dad, you know, were there as holding their four-year-old. And one of the things that they are doing, it's this coming Monday on the 12th, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. both went to Cascade High School, which is there in Turner. Okay. And during halftime, 
of the boys and girls basketball varsity basketball game this Monday. They are going to do. Um, they're going to honor Ozzy at the game. That's amazing. Um, the family really wants to raise enough money to build a wood carved T Rex. He loved dinosaurs, mm-hmm. and then put that wood carved T Rex at the carousel in Albany. Oh, okay. Which is like where we did memorial. the fun, that's where we did the fundraiser for. We did the fundraiser. It was going to come full circle. Okay. Right? Yeah. And they're looking to raise two thousand five hundred dollars. That's what it was going to cost to build this. T-Rex, mm-hmm. um, but both John and Shiloh, they're alumni of Cascade High School, and Cascade is playing North Marion, which is just yep. north of us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyone that's listening, that whether you whether you like basketball or not, whether you support North Marion or Cascade either way, if you would like to be there to support John and Shiloh, yeah. they will take all the hugs they can get. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, there's a, there's a link on Facebook. You can go make a donation. But they're trying to raise enough money to build this wooden T-Rex to put on the carousel mm. with Ozzy's name on it. I love that. Yeah. So really mm. super special that way. Yeah. Um, the other thing I thought I would bring you, and we've done this for a while, Boyd, but I try to find some shocking information. This one is shocking in a good mm. way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually... An article, I'm trying to find the date on this. This article is from uh, two years ago. And it says, researching for a universal cancer treatment. So it says, two Brigham Brigham Young University graduates have developed a novel therapeutic that attacks 90% of cancers. That's a large percent to cover a lot of cancers. Yeah. Um, early on, it says there are more than 200 types of cancer. Yeah. Had no idea there was that many types. Wow. 200 types of cancer, each with a distinctive medical challenge to address. Yeah. Um, and when we get deeper into boys, you know, we're talking blood cancer, Ozzy's brain cancer. They're all different on how you attack these things. Um, after getting his start in chemistry at Brigham University, he then got a PhD from the University of California, San Diego. And the guy's name is Philip Lowe. Um, he then began to studying uh, pharmaceuticals at Purdue University. And um, he came up with an FDA-approved tumor-targeting drug that would treat patients. Wow. So it is a pharmaceutical drug, but it will target the tumors. Interesting. It'd be kind of cool to have him come on and talk. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he partnered up with another guy. So that, that particular guy, Philip Lowe, he graduated in 1971. Then there was a new student who graduated in 2014, and his name is Spencer Linderman. And he just wanted to do something that he could do to help society. Mm-hmm. So the quote is, um, I would work to uncover the puzzles of life. And the two of them began working together uh, to work on a new project to target a certain protein that is present in almost every cancer. Okay. So they're, they're literally... They're diving into it. Yeah. They're, they're developing um, a pharmaceutical drug that would target that protein that is in... Every cancer. Every cancer. And they're, they're looking for a way that would attack 90% of the cancers, this could be a way to universally eliminate cancer yeah. if these two guys succeed. Mm-hmm. 
That's pretty cool. It wow. is really cool. But it makes me question why it hasn't been done already. If there's a protein that matches all the can or that's in all the cancers, I just don't think they want it to go away, if you want to know the truth. Not those two gentlemen. Those, those two gentlemen two do. Well, we talked some months back about the the doctor in Texas. Yeah. You know, uh, that found a way to attack that protein and he had success and the FDA came after him again and exactly. again and again. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with these two guys. There is a picture here. You can but see pretty cool. One of them is a little older. One's a little younger. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. they, they're both they're both chemists, and they are developing this way to attack the protein. Heck yes. I seriously hope that what they're doing works. Yes, me too. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, speaking of attacking cancers, let's uh, let's talk a little bit with Boyd, <laughs> because the one thing that is truly amazing to me, Boyd, with your story is how you have overcome what was a pretty devastating situation. Can you take us back to July of 2011? Tell us what was going on back then. Uh, a few weeks before that, I was in Boston for Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final, seeing my Vancouver Canucks get destroyed by the Boston <laughs> Bruins. <laughs> I was devastated. <laughs> I, devastated. I can hear that. They lost, they lost Game 7 at home. I joked with my best friend who came with me. The only way I'm ever going back to Boston <laughs> is to run this stupid marathon. Oh, that was and, a bit fortuitous. Uh, context, 2011. That's 2011. They got, they got destroyed. And, uh, anyways, a couple of, couple of things just with our family, uh, three kids in six years, we were living at the time in London, Ontario, which is a couple hours, two hours to Windsor, uh, a couple hours to Detroit. And I was in banking, uh, wife's at the university, her youngest was three, four months old. I was, and I was tired just constantly. I mean, I'm sure you can appreciate just when kids are little, you just, you're just tired. You feel like a zombie. Mm-hmm. And because I had done this guy's trip with my best friend to Boston, we were going to go on a road trip to Chicago and it was really cool. Um, in Port Huron, Michigan, which is like an hour north of Detroit, there was this train that would leave and take you right into O'Hare's, not O'Hare, sorry, right into the train station in Chicago. I can't think of the name of it right now. And, you know, kind of eight hours on the train. It was really cool. We were going to do this. My wife and I had done it. Uh, we'd done it several times. And anyways, because I was supposed to go to Chicago, I wasn't feeling well. Um, this is tragic and horrible. You guys have heard of acupuncture or tried it? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've the, heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The needle is the needle is 1-100 the thickness of a normal needle. And I went to see this guy. And... After seeing it, like, as I'm seeing him, I started bleeding out of my pores. And he's like, this doesn't make sense. This is, like, it's like this this makes no sense. And I was having trouble going up and down stairs and short of breath and just exhausted. And anyways, long story short, I, I went to an after-hours clinic because it was too late. It was, like, on a Wednesday or Thursday night. <clears throat> and our family doctor uh, got the... Report. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And this guy. Sorry. This guy thought I had a maybe a virus. So we ordered blood work, and I went to the I went to the blood work place. Uh, I can I can see where I went. And a few hours later, um, a family doctor called, and she's like, "Your your platelets have plummeted. Like everything 
your red salt blood count. I think it was a white, yeah, I think it was a white blood salt count. I don't remember what's normal. Let's pretend it's around 200. I'm just making up a number, and it was around 20. Wow. Oh, wow. And she's like, there's like something really, really, really wrong with you. And you need to go to the hospital immediately. And like, I was literally driving between appointments. I was a, I was a mortgage broker. So at the time working for one of the Canadian banks, but you're, you know, you're visiting clients, you're working at a real estate agent's offices. You're driving around, right? And I just pick the car up from the dealership and get the news. It's like, oh my gosh. So head right to the hospital. Well, because it's a Friday night, um, and I went into Emerge, I just sat there for like eight hours, and, you know, one doctor thought it was a virus, and everybody's thinking it's a virus or the, the Norwalk thing. There was, there was poisoning in the water back in the day, and I thought it was all these things. And anyways, um, the hematology team came in on a Saturday, and they're like, we need we've got you in bed, you got to come upstairs. And I didn't even know what hematology was, but, you know, hematology is, is blood cancer for those that don't know. And um, blood tests and everything else. And first part of leukemia or blood cancer is the only way they can truly determine if you have blood cancer is through bone marrow biopsy. Well, bone marrow biopsy is horrible. They basically, it's, it's not a needle. It's like a screw that goes in through your hip to draw out the marrow. And so they do that. And, you know, I remember everybody being in the room and this one young guy who's a doctor and just everybody was like in shock because, you know, our daughter's a few months old and, and Nathan's two and Steven's six. And, so young kids, you know, it was just young kids. It was just so sad. And yeah. And then, you know, the doctors are like, it's blood cancer. And then they're like, you know, we go through two, three rounds of treatment and an hour and, and, you know, we're like, Oh, <laughs> bad news is even worse. We found out the subcategory of your acute myeloid leukemia, which acute means a sudden onset of blood cancer. Like if we had gone to Chicago and not to the hospital, I would have died. Wow. My wife, my wife's aunt's lawyer's wife, so I never met this lady. Same thing, same time. They went on the trip instead of going to the hospital, and this lady died at the planner funeral. Wow. See, I'm going to stop yeah. you, stop you it, just for a second, Boyd. I just want to make sure I heard yeah, you correctly. Yeah. So you went to a hospital there in Canada, uh-huh. and you contemplated yeah. actually taking the train all the way to Chicago. But if you had done the train, no, no, no. no. We, were, we were we were supposed to we were supposed to go on a trip to Chicago. Oh, the doctor, I'm going to Chicago. She's like, you're, you're not you're not going anywhere. You gotcha. are. You need to go to a hospital. So if you, like had, gone, to go to if like you a, had gone to Chicago on this trip. If I had trip. gone on a trip, if I had gone to see the Cubbies play, if I had oh, yeah. done all this stuff, I would have died. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So didn't. Um, anyways, so then, you know, September rolls around and they're like, well, we, we discovered the subcategory of the type of leukemia you have. I mean, the bedside manner of, of these guys was atrocious. But anyways, it was acute myeloid leukemia 6, 6 9 or six eleven, whatever it was. But like, this is the worst possible type of blood cancer diagnosis we've seen. We've never seen this. We had to open, like, a journal of medicine. And without a life-saving stem cell transplant, you're going to be dead within a year. Wow. And I'm like, gee, 
I'm like, Thank this you. is garbage. Wow. I, 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 I don't know. People were scared. I was just pissed off. That's probably I where like I would 37. be. I, we have a family. I'm like, I don't, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I just barked back at my hematologist. And I said, I've got a guy. He's like, well, who's your guy? Like, I'm talking about a plumber or a, <laughs> you know, like a, an electrician. I got a guy. He's like, who's your guy? I said, I said, the Lord Jesus. He's like, really? I said, well, I said, I'm a Christian. This is where the rubber hits the road. You either make it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, um, at that point, the community rallied and... You know, I was on the radio and a fundraiser was set up to try and find me a donor. And and the Canadian stem cell registry is onematch.ca. The American one was be the match.org. They just changed it to NMDB, National Marrow, National Marrow Database or something like that. Anyways, all the registries, they all clicked together. So there's a global search. The minute my name was put in the registry to try and find me, an unrelated donor. Oh, for the simple reason too that uh, both my parents were too old. My sister wasn't a match, mm. and so this goes from bizarre to like one in a million. And after after this fundraiser, this uh, what do you want to call it? Um, you know, stem cell rally where people came out to the local community and got their cheek swab. To get into the registry, you get a cheek swab. Um, we took our family to Disney. Uh, this would have been October at this point. And it was more of a wake a wish, hope, not make a wish, slash hope that that doesn't die. Right. And yeah, yeah. We, we did that. And then a very generous, benevolent friend actually took me to Israel. Um, I said, I want to go to Israel and hopefully not die, but I want to go to Israel. And I got to tell you, out of, all the countries I've been to anywhere around the world, and I know this is a political issue right now because of what happened in October, but Israel was the most amazing country I've ever visited because of there's a lot of peaceful Muslims there that were just really nice people. Mm-hmm. That blew me away. It blew me away. It was the most amazing trip I've ever been on. I went up to the Sea of Galilee and saw where Jesus walked on the water. I'm like, this is amazing. And the other thing, too, is it was December, so the climate was milder there, and it wasn't whatever, and it actually helped with a lot of the pain in the neuropathy. Oh, oh, wow. Interesting. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. And so then we were, we referred to uh, China's largest hospital for, uh, oh, yeah, there's another thing. We don't do unrelated stem cell transplants in London, Ontario. We're referring you to Princess Margaret in Toronto, which is like Canada's biggest. And we went, I remember going for consultation and all this other stuff and we're talking just horrible odds, horrible statistics, like, you have an unrelated transplant. Oh, oh, and they, they're like, you have a donor. I'm like, great, who is it? And they're like, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> so all these things. And they're like, do you want to think about it? I'm like, this is life-threatening. We need to get on this now. And some clerk in Toronto sat on my file for six weeks, seven weeks, and in February of 2012, here we are, actually. This is February of 2000. This is like, what, 12 years later? Yeah. My cancer relapsed. Yeah, my cancer relapsed. Right now? To the incompetence of some clerk. Like 12 years ago, like 12 years ago this week, or 12 oh. years ago, whatever. Right. So, you know, like my Facebook memories are either tragic or incredible. Yeah. <laughs> but February, 
February is always tragic for me because, like, here's my cancer relapsing. And right. So just here's just it coming back and. and uh, just so I just so I heard you correctly, Facebook does this thing of throwing up memories. Yeah. It's now February 2024, okay. so 12 years ago, yeah. right? So he, he gets this yep. Facebook yep. memory like, that pops up, like, "Oh, thank you for reminding me right. of this horrible event." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, you know, I actually actually rang the I rang the bell, right? You know what I mean? Yep. You yep. guys yep. see that in the US? Ringing the bell. Yep. Sure. And then my cancer relapsed. Oh, oh man! My I'm like, I'm not, I, I, I didn't touch that stupid bell for five more years. I'm like, <laughs> wow! I ain't ringing no damn bell, right? Well, so yeah, here's so. here's what I want to do, Boyd, because there's so much more yeah. to your story, and we are going to take a commercial break here in a second. But um, you yeah. mentioned this anonymous donor. When we come back for commercial break, because I know we're at about about March 2012 in your timeline. Bring us back to this anonymous donor. That's going to tie into your story so well. I, we want to take a commercial break, but there's so much more to Boyd's story. Yes, there is. So a huge shout out to our sponsor for this first half, which is Odd Mo's Pizza. So if you guys are looking to get lunch or dinner tonight and you just don't want to cook, they deliver it straight to your door or you can just go pick it up. Um, and that's Odd Mo's Pizza. They've got one right here on Lancaster and they're absolutely amazing. They're potato poppers. Oh my goodness, their green monster pizza. Always your favorite. The cowboy. There's you can't go wrong with any single one of their pizzas. So all right, we'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned, guys. 